It isn't him. Um, And Jeanette's going to come and bring us our reading. So Jeanette, if you come over this side. And yeah, isn't that a great song that we're not afraid of the dark, that actually it's God's love that shines. And we're just going to hear that through this reading. Actually, that we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to worry. We can trust God. So I've got a narrator. Have we got somebody else? Hello. I hear you need some help. Yes, please. Right, I'm going to go sit down uh, over there, I think, out the way. That's a good Have idea. Fun. Right. Are got you ready? Got my table Hopper? sorted. I'm not going to say much, because um, your name's Jeanette, isn't it? Yes. Yes, I heard Jeanette is going to do the, the reading, and Are I'm ready? here to show what it's about. Cool. Can we go? We can go. So, um... Hear the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory Glory to you, you, O Lord. Today's reading is taken from Matthew 6, verses 25 to 33. And again, in true holiday club style, please bear with us. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you will eat, or what you will drink. Oh, I forgot the drink. I don't have a drink. Oh no! Oh no! Hang on, hang on. That'll do. Or you can have a drink. No, I'm not. Okay, fine. Um, Or about your body. About what are you trying to say? Sorry. (laughs) Or what you will wear. I like this coat. It's lovely. It's very lovely. It's trendy, isn't it? Is not life more than food? (laughs) And the body more than clothing? Oh, Jammy Dodgers, they're vegan, you know that. Yeah, no, they're good. <laughs> My clothes are cool, I'm trendy, sorted. Yeah. yeah. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor no. gather into barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Are you really priceless? I am priceless. Are you really? You cannot put... An amount on me. Okay. They've tried. (laughs) And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to span your life? I can try. Can you try? But I don't think I can actually turn this back. No, I don't think you can. Well, I probably could, but not the actual clock. Not the actual clock, no. Can't turn back time. And why do you worry about clothing? Oh, yeah. Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither, t- they neither toil nor spin. That's me considering the lilies. Is that all right? I was going to do the thinking pose. <laughs> Carry yeah. on. Carry okay, on. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not clothed like one of these. Now, he looks trendy, doesn't he? That's Solomon. He looks That's a- trendy. looks a lot cooler than you. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Was that amen? Excellent. I like his robe. It's, 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 it's very priestly, royal even. Very, very Yeah, it's nice. Looking, I like yes. that. Um, but if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow, and is thrown into the oven, yeah. will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? Yeah, I'm clothed by God. I've got my sticker. You've got your sticker. Good, good. And my chocolate fingers. Chocolate fingers. Okay. 
Food, drink. Cool. Therefore, do not worry, saying, what will we eat? Chocolate, Chocolate fingers. fingers. Or what will we drink? Not that, not because that. I don't okay. know how long that has been there. Okay. Or what will we wear? Lab coats lab are coats. in thing okay. at the moment. Yeah, you don't know it yet, but I'm a... Trendsetter. Trendsetter, yeah, completely. For it is the Gentiles who strive for all these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But strive first for the kingdom of God. Right. You got something there for that? I might have. Keep going, keep going. And his righteousness. Seek first. There we go. Different version, but there we go. Seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. We got that one? Oh. Oh, and his righteousness. There we go. Thank you. And all these things yep. will be given to you as well. Oh, hang so on. Where's that one? Oh, <laughs> there we go. There well it is. Well done. Well Excellent. done. Thank you very much. This is the gospel of the Lord. <laughs> Thanks. Praise to you, O oh Christ. Excellent. Thank you. I'm just going to go and see whether I can find Mark out the back. Excellent. Will you let him know that he's missed a, a really good reading? Yeah, I will let him know. Was, um... Oh, that was a good catch. I was, I was surprised at my story there. So. <laughs> Excellent. Right, well, I always need to move this afterwards. Actually, I'll tell you what, I'm going to come up a little bit. Excellent. Right, well, thank you to Jeanette and thank you to that other, other person who came to help. Uh, with our gospel reading because it was a wonderful illustration of our reading and as we spend time celebrating harvest this morning we get to celebrate all the good things that God has done for us it was great having the, uh, the testimony from Steve from his trip to Spain and there's so many other good things that God has done today as we heard in the psalm at the beginning of the service it says The Lord has done great things for us and we rejoiced. And that's what we're doing this morning. And as we do that, we're going to think about how we're all connected as one body. And we get to share with one another. We get to share our good news to build faith and be generous with all we have. Now, for our children today... um, There are some hearts at the back, if you didn't collect one on your way in, and some wool and some scissors. And what you can do, you can cut some little gaps in your heart like this, and then you get to wind some wool round it to decorate. Uh, Adults and teenagers, there's plenty of hearts. If you would like to take one home later to do, please do. And as we wrap the wall round and round, we can think about how we are all connected as God's family, as the strips of wall kind of overlap each other, that we are all part of one family. And then when you've finished it, you may like to be generous and give it to somebody as a gift. You may like to put it up in a window at home, like we have lots of rainbows and other things, and you can have it. So all the people who pass by the front, front of your house, they see it, and they, they feel encouraged, and they feel loved. 
Or maybe you can hang it in your room at home so when you look at it, you can remember to be generous. You can remember to be loving. Sometimes in our families, that can be a hard thing to do. So you can have that as a reminder. Because as we saw in our gospel reading, God is so generous. I think this Bible reading, uh, this Bible passage is one of my favourite passages. It's one that I think quite a lot of us might know really well. But it is one passage that we can never hear too many times. Because we have that, do not worry Now, um, I didn't look this up before, so a little bit of homework for you all. I would like you to find out how many times the Bible says, do not worry, and report back to me next week, because I have a feeling the number is quite high. Um, And we have here, we have Jesus saying, therefore, do not worry, saying, and he says three questions. I wonder if you can remember what they are. What will we eat, what will we drink, what will we wear. Very good remembering everybody. Perhaps this morning we can add another question to those lists. Uh, What will we put in our cars? Um, with, With the petrol and diesel and the distribution stuff, I think it's something that's affected everybody here in some form or another. Because maybe actually we're not too worried about what we're going to eat. We're not too worried where our next meal is coming from. But we might be feeling worried about the lack of fuel. You know, we might need it to get to school, to get to work. You know, and it can affect us how we might do those things. For key workers here this morning and at home, uh, for, or for anybody who can't work at home it's really important that you're able to get to work, isn't it? And if people can't get to work, then we know that there's going to be a knock-on effect of other people affected. You think if our doctors and nurses can't get to GP surgeries and hospitals, the effect that that's then going to have on others. Maybe due to people's health or mobility, and you might fall into this category, actually, if you don't have petrol in your car, you can't get very far from your house And you may end up being isolated from others because you are just in your house and you can't go out from there. You become separated from others. We know it then affects things like supply issues with food in the supermarket or deliveries to your home. So having a shortage of fuel is a big thing that affects each of us. And it can be easy to start worrying or get anxious about it. But I wonder, who here has had some good news about fuel? Put your hand up. If either you've had enough to keep you going, you've been able to get some when you needed it, or you have found other ways to get around to where you need to go. For instance, sharing lists, walking, cycling, public transport. I want to see, put your hands up. All of you have managed to get here this morning, which is wonderful. I hope lots of you guys at home have got your hands up as well. That actually, even in this time of lack, we can still see God's goodness. We may have to make some changes to how we do things, but we've still been able to do the things that we need to do. 
And if you weren't at home, there was a lot of hands that went up. And I think, I think most hands went up. What do you reckon, Mark? Everybody put them up and down so quickly. But there was definitely a lot of hands up. And in our God Spot in Junior Church last week, we had where we share our good news. We had lots of people come to share their good news about petrol and just God's provision for them. Because we can trust God to provide for all our needs, whether that's fuel, getting to work, getting to school, working out how we do that. He feeds the birds, he clothes the flowers, and aren't we of much more value to him? And when we experience the truth of this, of knowing God's goodness, we then get to share our good news and it encourages others and helps build faith. Now I've got another question. I wonder how many of you have shared the good news of a station that has had some a fuel delivery. Has anybody passed that on? Did you know did you know there's petrol <laughs> in this place? Yeah, yeah. Because it's a natural thing to do, isn't it? When something good happens, we want to share it on, we want to share the news so other people can enjoy <laughs> that same goodness. Especially if you know people are stuck and they need they need fuel. Go, actually, did you know this is where you can go to get that? And then they can respond and they can get it and they can receive the blessing of that. And it's even more true when we share the things of God. This is even more important to do it. And I've got a little story that happened to me this week. I needed uh, some petrol. Um, My car was running very much on empty. When I pressed the little button to tell me how many miles I can do, it just had a line of dashes, which I know (laughs) if I don't fill up, (laughs) I'm going to get stuck somewhere. Somebody shared with me good news of where there was some petrol. So I went and I drove there to fill up. But as I was driving, I started finding myself worrying. I think I was really worried that I was just going to run out of petrol and be stuck on the side of the road somewhere and not be able to get to the petrol station to get more. But because it happened this week and I was already preparing for this morning, these words of do not worry were kind of fresh in my mind. And sometimes these words, they're easy to say or think or hear, but maybe it's harder for us to actually know the truth of them and to live in that truth. So I was driving and I was starting to feel worried, but I know the Bible says, do not worry, because God's going to provide. So to practically help me not worry... I started to focus on God and think about all the provisions that he has given for my car in the past. So I was going through all those times when God has been faithful, when things have worked out, when things have been okay um, for my car. And just thinking about his faithfulness and going, actually God, if you've been faithful then, I can trust that you're going to be faithful now. I played some worship music too to help me focus on God. And do you know what? As I was driving along, I started to feel God's peace. And then as I was sat in a slow-moving queue, continually focusing on God, I was filled with peace. I wasn't worried anymore because I knew the goodness of God and that whatever happened, it would be okay. And one thing that confirmed this is I did manage to get petrol, which is great. The person in front of me 
their car ran out before they get to the petrol station. But seeing other people come alongside from the shop nearby that they helped to push their car. The people from the petrol station came out with a little jerry can of petrol. The battery wouldn't start, but there was other people with jump leads. And that gave me faith that going, actually, if my worry had happened to me, that would have been okay because there would have been other people around to help. Even if it's not what we plan to do. Even if it's, you know, it's, it's more time-consuming. It's, it's an inconvenience, isn't it, to run out before you get to the petrol pump. But actually, there's still God's goodness and still God's provision in that. And when we think about things larger than that in our lives, we may go, some, things may happen but that we're not expecting, that we're not hoping for but we can still see God's goodness through it. Paul writes um, in Hebrew... Oh, sorry. Paul doesn't write it. The writer of Hebrews is unknown. It could be Paul, it could be somebody else. Another thing for you to look at. Become theologians and work out who wrote the book of Hebrews. Um, (laughs) The writer of Hebrews says, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. So my past good news helped me to trust God in the situation that I was in, which was driving round with an empty fuel tank. And having that goodness helped me have that assurance that actually that God is going to do the same this time. And that is so important for us to share our good news with each other, to share stories of God's provision, his healing, his restoration, his love, his joy, his peace. The list goes on. Sharing times when God's talking to us, when we're just seeing God at work in our lives. Because when we personally are in a time of difficulty or hardship or worry, when we hear the testimonies from other people, we can think, if God has done that for that person, God has done that for that person, God has done that for that person, then he could do this for me. It's like building blocks and we get to stand on the testimony on the good news of others. And these testimonies are from one another of good news that God has done. And it's not just us, it is testimonies from the Bible as well. And they fill up our uh, spiritual fuel tank, so we're not running on empty. We're filled up knowing the goodness of God in the lives of so many, which helps us to then know his goodness for us and trust in his goodness for us. Because when we share good news, we strengthen and encourage one another to grow in faith, to trust God, to know his goodness, and to see his kingdom. So let's be generous in sharing our good news. And when we are encouraged in that, when we know the goodness of God in us, to know the truth of God's promises, it then helps us to be generous with all that we have. Our God is abundantly, extravagantly generous. He gave us life. He humbled himself to death on a cross so we can be restored, forgiven, so we can be children of our good, good Father. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, So that by his poverty, you might become rich. We have been given every spiritual blessing. We do not need to worry about what we will eat or drink or wear. 
because God is infinite and limitless. He who spoke creation into existence, who flung stars into space, who cares for the smallest of creation, abundantly loves you and cares for you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. This is the truth of who God is, and this is the truth of who we are. We receive everything from God. And then we get to share God's generosity with those around us. As we'll say later in our offertory prayer, everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you, and of your own do we give you. And the things we get to be generous with, it's the things, the physical things we have. Look at all these wonderful gifts of things that people have given. It's our finances. It's our time. We get to be generous with our love, with our words, with our actions. There are so many ways that each of us can be generous. So let's show off the family resemblance that show off the goodness of God, the generosity of God, as we are generous and share with others. So for harvest today, as we thank God for his provision, his generosity, his goodness, let's share what we have with others. So we can be generous with our good news and be generous with all that God has given us. Amen. We're going to continue in a time of prayer.